0: Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. For the love of Pete, it's something you might say when your car gets damaged, but that won't get you the help you need for your vehicle. As someone named Jake, what you should be saying is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. For help filing your claim 24-7, whether it's on the phone, online, or on the award-winning State Farm mobile app, however you choose. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
2: This young Orlando Magic team—it sometimes feels like when they solve one problem, another problem pops up. They solve that problem, another one pops up. Look, gotta say this a lot this year: young teams are super inconsistent, and this Magic team is super, super young. Let's talk about the Magic's loss to Atlanta Hawks on today's Locked On Magic. Your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is November 16th, 2021. My name is Philip Ross. I'm the expert and site editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at R underscore omd. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, we'll talk about the Magic's loss to the Atlanta Hawks, what happened, why the Magic couldn't keep up with Atlanta in this one. Plus, we'll chat about what I'm sensing is one of the biggest concerns about this project, at this early phase and, and how and why the magic need to fix it quickly even if it doesn't necessarily lead to wins i don't think that's quite the measure yet we'll get to all that coming up here in just a moment but before you do any of that i do want to i do want to thank you all for making locked on magic part of your day every day no matter if you're with if your yeah, I'm, I'm tongue-tied today it's early um it doesn't matter if we're your first listen of the day whether we're your lunchtime listen your your exercise listen, your work uh, home from work listen whenever you're listening to us We do appreciate you making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. We're free and available on all platforms, if you don't know, as well as streaming on YouTube. I want to thank everyone for helping us hit 200 subscribers on our YouTube channel. It's been a very, very quick rise. Um, Now the goal is to get to 300 by Christmas. Okay, can we get 300 in the next – can we get another 100 next month? I'll set a better goal. 300 by the time Jonathan Isaac comes back. Okay, maybe that one's a little too far out there. Well. Thank you all for making Lockdown Magic part of your day. We truly do appreciate it. Today's podcast also brought to you by our pals at Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices—all the parts your car will ever need. Visit RockAuto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. So you know we've we've watched this Orlando Magic team over the last few games, and 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 they've really struggled to get the ball moving and and, and score offensively. And you know some of that I think you got to give credit to the defenses that the Magic were playing. Um, you know the. The Wizards have one of the best defenses in the league at this early stage of the season. Um the Spurs have been really good. The Celtics, we know, can be a great defensive team. Um the Magic needed a break. <laughs> they needed a team that wasn't going to be that great defensively. And Atlanta Hawks are not a great defensive team right now. They have good defenders. Clint Capella is certainly still a great room protector. You could see uh, the power of that room protection, but Orlando was able to do whatever they wanted against Atlanta. Um, and so it was good to see kind of Cole Anthony get his bounce back. It was it was good to see the team able to move the ball and able to get uh, get effective scoring and get effective playmaking. But um, it was very easy to see that there was a problem. here. Um, Orlando's defense has, you know, again, not been great, but it's been decent, especially for the, the shortcomings that this magic roster has uh, in three of the last and three of the previous four games, Orlando gave up a, an offensive rating less than 110 points per one of the sessions. And, you know, again, you, you want to be closer to 100 you know i think sub 105 is probably a really good number um but for a young team that you know has struggled a lot defensively this year was one of the worst defenses in the league for a while getting under 110 i think is a really good step a really important step it's it, it, it's a good indicator of things they have generally done that i've generally argued that their defense is probably a lot better than their numbers would suggest or their overall numbers would suggest because they have had some stigmas this was not a good defensive game, period, full stop. Magic did not defend well, gave up a lot of middle drives, uh, forced the centers to get into the action, gave up dump downs, just just really bad defense. And, and you know, Orlando hung tough. I got to give them credit for that. They stayed with it. They stayed in the game. Um, you know, they had control of the game, you know, kind of a back and forth control of the game. In the first half, I mean, the fight's all there it's not this is not a question about effort uh, and, and i think that's really important this is not effort um but effort without direction is meaningless um you know to, to be frank especially if, if you're if you're focused on wins uh and we again see the magic fall into the same traps when they struggle look i, I think jamal mosley said it after the game this the first time we've really heard jamal mosley kind of criticize the team. It's not a, quite a steve clifford walk-off press conference but he really got it. He really kind of said in the team, you know, 129's not it. You know, the magic of 129 points in the game. That's not it. We got to get down and defend. Um, and and I'll talk more about the kind of the mentality that I think is missing from this team uh and why it's kind of a big picture problem. Again, it's not necessarily about the final result yet. It's 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 about kind of the mentality of the team. Uh, but in this game, Orlando just never defended consistently. Um, They never strung together stops, and that's ultimately what cost them the game. It was a close game. Orlando gave up some points to end the second quarter to give Atlanta the lead, but they're in the game. It's a four-point game at the half, six-point game at the half, something like that. Orlando was in the game, but then Atlanta started to extend that lead. Orlando went through their drafts because this is not a consistent offensive team. They cannot rely on their offense to carry them. They cannot rely on their offense to win games on their own. So Orlando let Atlanta take a bigger lead. Trey Young hit a few shots. John Collins had a few shots. Lead expanded out to, what was it, 10, 11, 12 points early in the third. Magic never never really got back in it. They were never out of it. Um, you know, yes, Atlanta got it, I think, to 18 at one point in the fourth quarter. The Magic were never out of this game. Um, there's always that, that that belief that, okay, the next run is going to win it, whether it's Atlanta making a run or Orlando's making a run. Orlando stopped the bleeding. This wasn't like the Washington game. This wasn't like previous games. Where the magic could not stop the bleeding. The magic would cold for long periods of time for nine minutes or whatever, uh, and could not score and just fell behind by so much that they couldn't climb back. That they also couldn't defend well enough to climb back into this one either. And that's a really, really important distinction. Um, Lou Williams had a nice little run of scoring to end the fourth quarter, to end the third quarter, give Atlanta a comfortable lead. Orlando never challenged in the fourth. Again, that's 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 the disappointing part that Orlando just could not muster a challenge to the lead in the fourth quarter. Again, game was always there. The game was never completely out of reach. The Magic just needed one run to get there, string a few stops together. They were scoring plenty, and they couldn't get there. Um, for the first time all, all year, I think we really saw frustration kick in. You know, Cole Anthony was biting his tongue so hard, you could see it bleeding. That's not, that's, that's, that's figurative. That's not literal. That's not literal. Um, about the officiating, um, Magic were not happy with the foul disparity, but the Hawks were also more aggressive, and the Magic were making some really stupid fouls. Um, Really, really stupid fouls. Um, They were allowing frustration to win, and while that frustration did not keep them from scoring as it has in previous games, it was still apparent how frustrated this team was and how frustrated that they weren't able to kind of get the stops and and get themselves back into the game and and play with the physicality that they needed or, or whatever. The Magic were just struggling to figure life out. Um, they did a good job on Trey Young, 23 points, um, but they got beat on the glass. They just got beat everywhere where it mattered, and again, they they couldn't string enough stops together to win. Um, that's that's just keeping pace. Um, you know, I think I think that's what I described it on my post on my uh, lockdown now takeaway. Um, it's just about keeping pace. Um, you you got to be. I mean, the Magic scored plenty in this game. The Magic need to win every game. They score 111 this year. Um, they just could not get stops when they needed to. Um, it's it's really that simple. I'll explain why I think that this is a, a bigger issue than just one game or just a bigger issue in general that the Magic have to resolve. Coming up in a moment, we'll also go through the final box. Where I see some people in the chat. Um, appreciate everyone jumping in the chat. Um, chat um, if you're watching us live here on YouTube, always leave a question. I'm here to answer your questions. We'll also be doing a live pregame show tomorrow on Wednesday, November 17th at 7 p.m., uh, I'll send the links out, so follow, be sure you're following me at R underscore OMD. We'll also be on Spotify Green Room for that live pregame show, so bring your questions to that as well. We'll get into the final box score coming up here in just a moment. But first, a quick word from our pals at Theragun. Don't let the stress of daily life weigh on your body. Whether you're an elite athlete or someone like me just trying to make it through the day tension-free, Theragun can help. Theragun is a handheld percussive therapy device that releases your deepest muscle tension using a scientifically calibrated combo of depth, speed, and power. And it's as quiet as an electric toothbrush. The Gen 4 Theragun doesn't just feel good. It gets to the source of the pain by releasing tension using Theragun's signature percussive therapy, which goes 60, that's 60% deeper than vibration alone. Whether you want to treat your muscle tension from working out, an injury, or just the stresses of everyday life, there's no substitute for the Theragun Gen 4. The OLED screen and design make you feel like you're holding something from the future. Just go to their site and check it out, and the Theragun app learns from your behaviors and suggests guided routines. Theragun is trusted by 250 professional sports teams like Real Madrid and elite athletes like Paul George, DeAndre Hopkins, Maria Sharapova, hundreds of thousands of customers, and more. Try Theragun for 30 days, starting at only $199. Go to therabody.com slash locked on right now, and get your Gen 4 Theragun today. That's therabody.com slash LockedOn, therabody.com slash LockedOn.
0: This is Jake from Lockdown. Lockdown has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat, led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time
2: We want to thank you again for making Locked on Magic your first listen every day or just part of your day in general. Like I said, we'll be doing a live pregame show tomorrow. That's 7 um, uh, uh, p.m. before the Magic take on the New York Knicks. So be sure to join us for that. We'll be on Spotify Green Room as well as here on the YouTube channel. That will be YouTube exclusive. We will not get that on the podcast feed because it goes away pretty quickly. Um, So bring your Magic questions. We'll chat a little bit about the Magic and the Knicks, what to expect as the Magic continue the road trip and the gauntlet begins that's that's, that's what i'm call, calling this phase of the schedule but uh let's go through the final box score real fast as the Orlando Magic fall to the Atlanta Hawks 129 to 111 um if someone mentioned in the comments Cole Anthony holy cow cole anthony 29 points 11 for 19 shooting 4 for 8 from beyond the arc a career high 11 assists he hated that he only had three rebounds love this kid um look there 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 are Good stat, bad team guys. Um, And and I think a lot of the stats we're going to be watching this year, are. are, are, it's going to sometimes feel like that. Um, Cole Anthony at the end of last season was a good stats, bad team guy. You look at his shooting percentages, he was shooting a lot. Someone's got to score. What we're watching with Cole Anthony for the most part this year, and I think there's still some shortcomings. I don't think he's a 29-point-per-game guy. I don't think he's a 20-point-per-game guy. Um, at his ideal, or or for a winning team, um, maybe he'll prove me wrong on that. Um, I'm not at that stage with him yet, um, but I, I will say this: what we're watching with Cole Anthony when he is on his game, like he was, like he's been for most of the season, um, he is not a good stats bad team guy. This is legitimate. This is legit good offense and good scoring and, and efficient scoring and something that I think can last a little bit. Sorry, my, my ears. Nuts. Um, this is something that I think can last a little bit. Um, again, you don't see guys shoot 11 for eight, 11 for 19 uh, f- with that kind of efficiency and be bad. A- and we've seen it fairly consistently in these big scoring games from Cole Anthony. Now, uh, I do think Cole's kind of next step is, you know, okay, he's kind of established he can be a consistent, uh, a regular 20-point scorer. It's about being a 20-point scorer every night. It's about doing with efficiency every night. It's about helping your team win every night. Uh, and I think all that's coming. Cole's passing was really good in this game. He was able to get wherever he wanted on the floor. He was kind of, you could tell very early on he had his rhythm, which he didn't have Saturday against Washington. Like Saturday was a was a good stats bad was a good stats bad team game. Uh very inefficient for him. He's able to get the line that's really where he scored most of his points. Um, this game, again, I, I really, really, really liked the way that Cole played. Um, I felt like he really had control of the game. Uh, you know, the magic kind of hit him defensively, they didn't have him try young or anything like that, but um, a really strong game from Cole A that he stepped up with Jalen Suggs out, really made sure that he was running the team, played a team-high 36 minutes. Magic really wanted him out there, really did a good job. Kind of, you know, again, the Magic don't function when he's, at, when he's not out there. That's, that's just, that's just, the, that's just the, the statistical truth. Um, he did a really good job in this game. Uh, the only complaint is six turnovers. Um, you know, I think he was trying really hard to kind of get the team into their offense, get the team moving. Uh, and they struggled with that, to be frank. Um, they, they, especially as they fell further behind, more guys were forcing things. More guys were trying to create, create off the dribble. Cole, especially, guys were, you know, shooting threes too quickly. That that's that that's kind of the frustration that you that you see when this team uh, gets down. Now, sixty for forty-three from threes is not bad. I don't think that's a terrible number. But like I said yesterday, I think the Magic's ideal three-point number is probably around thirty-five. Um, so when they're shooting forty threes something's up like they're they're not executing as well as they should have they should and and i think that's again indicative of, of how the magic played um I'll, I'll take a look at that three point at that those three point attempts uh, in a little bit um franz wagner had a nice bounce back ba- bounce back game he's kind of had a little bit of a down period 19 points seven for 14 shooting two for three from deep five rebounds for for franz um again this with call anthony is is playing this way that opens everything up for Franz because um, Franz does still needs other people to set him up. Magic have done a good job getting him the ball in some scoring positions and letting him expand his scoring game a little bit. But at the end of the day, Franz is best cutter. Franz is best working off of other guys, um, and and I think that I think that he did a really good job. This was a, this was a good game for for Franz for the most part. Um, again, and a lot of that is because Cole was feeling good. Cole was playing really well. When Cole's not playing well, I think you notice Franz probably struggles. Uh, I think their good games kind of go in tandem. Um, Window Carter had a nice game as well, 15.6 for eight shooting, three for three from beyond the arc, nine rebounds, as well for him. Um, he had 10 of his 17 points in the first, 10 of his 15 points in the first quarter. Kind of disappeared in the game, which was frustrating to watch. Um, Matt, again, Matt, this, and I think that I think that's endemic of the Magic, kind of losing the game plan a little bit, losing their identity. Atlanta's not a good defensive team, so Atlanta was still able to score, whereas in other games when they kind of go away from their game plan, go away from their passing, um. They struggle. Um, Atlanta's bad enough defensively that Orlando is still able to score. Um, but I, I think that I think that the Magic have to make sure they keep Wendell involved. And, and again, that's I think a sign of the health of the Magic's offense that it's moving well, that it's doing the right things, that it is thats uh, that is that it is in rhythm. Um, those are really the big scores. Mo Bama, two for 10, one for six from Beyond the Arc, eight rebounds for him. He did have four assists and three steals as well as two blocks. So Mo doing some decent things defensively, but Clint Capello really gave him some trouble on the glass. Clint Capello gives everyone trouble on the glass. Atlanta gets 23 from John Collins, 6 for 12, including 11 for 14 from the foul line. Orlando really struggled with fouls in this game. Collins had 14 free throw attempts. The Magic themselves only had 14 free throw attempts. That tells you kind of the disparity at play. Trey Young, 23 points, 9 for 21 shooting, 3 for 7 from me on the arc. Give Franz Wagner some credit for some good defense on him. Franz got... A good chunk of the minutes against him did a good job as well. uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich, 20 points, 4 for 8 shooting from beyond the arc, 7 for 11 overall. Clint Capella, 20 points, 16 rebounds for him, including 7 offensive rebounds. The Magic, I thought, did some good things defensively, but they give up 55.3% shooting, 14 for 30 from beyond the arc. Again, just too many points. Just too, too many. Um... Orlando turns the ball over 16 times, but only for 13 Atlanta points. They did a good job, especially in the first half with that. Atlanta scores at least 30 in every quarter. Magic aren't winning any games when that's happening, even if they're 25 or above the for every quarter. Um, those are games the Magic have to win. When the Magic score 111 points, that needs to be a win, period, full stop. Um, and I think that's the big disappointment in this one. The Orlando Magic fall to the Atlanta Hawks, 129-111. to 111. We'll talk a little bit about some of the bigger implications of this game and others um, as the Magic continue to try and figure out who they are at this stage of the season. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. But first, a word from Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. So why endure? Often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning. And wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer. Choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry. Well, guess what? You have computers. The warehouse is literally in your pocket at rockauto.com. So save time and money when using Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family business serving to it yourself for more than 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto part needs. If you are someone that takes care of your car yourself, rockauto.com needs to be your best friend. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliable prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Today's podcast is also brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline is back and better than ever. A new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the bas- basketball and football action this season. So head to their new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. That's LOCKEDON for, for your 50% welcome bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. So This season, it, it's not about wins and losses. Um, I, I, I will continue to say that. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of these losses uh, that, that have even happened already where the Magic lost by maybe 10, 12 points. And it was just like, okay, the moment they lost the game was a stretch in the second quarter where the bench group was in, where players that we don't really care about were in. And, and the Magic fought to the end, and, and their, 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 their important players played well. I don't mind those losses. I'm not going to go crazy over those losses. Um, the way that that we have to judge this team or the way that we should be looking at this team, at least at this early stage of the season, you know, I think maybe it'll change later on, um, is are they doing the things and embodying the attitude and mentality that we want to see from them? Um, I, I think I said this during the offseason. I'll, I'll repeat it again. My goal for the season is not to hit a certain win total. Um, you know, I, I have them at 25 wins for the year. Um, that's my official pr- prediction. Um, I, I would like to not be the worst team in the league, but I, I think that's definitely a possibility. Um it's not about hitting that win mark or hitting that mark. This season is about showing hints of what this team will be when they are ready to compete. Knowing what steps, what stages the team has to go through next to to, to add players to be better next year, to continue to, to grow, to continue along that, that forward progression. Um, that's what this season is about. It's about establishing the foundation. It's about bringing guys back from injury. Jonathan Isaac, Marco Fultz, when they come back from injury, their health, their their, their progression, their comfort back in the basketball game so that next year they're ready to hit the ground running is super important. Um, so, you know, on that front, yes, I think we're seeing some good things. I know the offense has struggled. I know there's been some difficulties and certainly some difficulties in execution, but there are good concepts within the offense. Uh, I think the magic, when it works, have gotten really good shot shots. They were not getting under Steve Clifford. Um, I think that the freedom that Jamal Mosley is giving them will help in the long run. Um, You know, again, there are definitely some struggles at at this stage, Um, but I do think that there are some good concepts within the offense and defensively. I think there are good concepts as well, but this isn't about the X's and O's. This isn't about what the Magic are trying to do. This is about the attitude the Magic bring every game. Um, this is this is really the big concern for me because this Atlanta game wasn't good. Um, yeah, the offense worked great. Um, it wasn't good from the kind of team that the Magic want to be. Um, and so if we're judging it against that ideal, there are certain things this team has to accomplish. Um, and again, this year is about kind of establishing that base, establishing who the Magic want to be. And again, Monday night wasn't it. Jamal Mosley said after the game, 129 points isn't it. You know, I, I, I've been I, I'm bought into this belt to the bell play idea. Um I think it's a good gimmick for a young rebuilding team. Um, uh, a you know Pavlovian response to good plays. Make good plays. Do good things. Do the little things that win basketball games. Those little moments that win basketball games. You know, I, I don't think you keep it with the veteran team. I think it only works with the young team. But I think it's it's important. And the fact that it's there, the fact that people have talked about it, the, the players have talked about it, it's meant to be part of the culture. It's meant to be part of the way that this team wants to operate. To me, you know, it's simple to dismiss bell plays as simply a reminder to make hustle plays. It, it really is. But to me, it's not about that. It's about a mindset. It's about an attitude. I'm going to be first to the ball. I'm going to beat you to the floor. I'm going to do the things, that the, the dirty work that you don't want to do. And that's what's going to separate wins and losses. When, when this team is more talented, when this team has its pieces together, when this team has more experience Hopefully later in the year, we'll see some of this pop out. This team is going to be willing to do the things that other teams are. It's as much about a mindset as it is about making these little plays. Uh, You know, it's, it's not about diving on the floor. It's about having the willingness, the instinct to dive on the floor, to be the one chasing after the ball. To me, what's been most disappointing about the early part of the season, again, we're three and ten, I think. What's been really disappointing to me for, for for a lot a lot of these games is that mindset isn't always there, and it's not about diving on the floor. It's not about making hustle plays all the time. It's about a offense that isn't always on the attack. Or, or struggles, or, or like, you know, again, gives deference to the great players in this league. It's about a defense that seems like it's hanging back. Like it's not pestering and, and, and making life hard for their opponents. The big thing that, I, that I'm frustrated with, the big thing that, that I'm noticing that, that concerns me at this early stage of the rebuild is this team's you know, kind of overall aggressive attitude isn't always there. I don't mind the Magic playing a zone defense. I think the Magic zone defense has been really effective. What I don't like is them hanging back, them not getting into the ball consistently, them not making life hard for the other team. I, I honestly, some of it might be the depth because the Magic don't have a lot of depth yet. Um, they're still dealing with injuries, and certainly Isaac and Fultz's return will help tremendously with this attitude perhaps, but we were promised kind of a high-pressure defense. We were promised a defense that the Magic would get into the ball, you know, cause a lot of problems, pressure, trap. That's as much an attitude as anything. And we're not seeing it consistently. We certainly didn't see it against Atlanta. Too often, Trey Young came around a screen with a free lane to the basket. No one there to meet him. No one there to be a little physical with him. Um, the Magic were maybe a little too physical. They had 27 fouls in the game. but uh, And so maybe that caused them to, to scale back because they didn't know what a foul was in this game. But overall, the Magic have to be about an aggressive attitude. The, you, you can't let teams beat you to 50-50 balls because you have the attitude that it's my ball. I'm going to go get it. Defensively, you got to have the attitude of, I'm going to stop you from scoring. And if not, I'm going to make you feel it if you do score. You're going to be physically tired trying to score against me. The Magic just haven't done that consistently yet. Um, they've had a training camp. They've had a homestand now. And I would say that their defensive attitude, their defensive intentions, you know, their defensive aggressiveness have been super inconsistent. And I think that's why we're seeing the defensive struggles and the defensive numbers that we are. You know, no, you know, look, the Magic have shortcomings defensively. Their guards, you know, when Jalen Suggs is in the game, aren't great defensively. Um, you know, Cole Anthony is still struggling defensively. Um, we're seeing, you know, Chumo Kiki get, even get beat a few times last night. Um, they're, they're, you know, the Magic are not a great rebounding team. Mobamba and Wendell Carter are not great rebounders. I think Orlando has to do a better job getting out in transition. Their fast breaks are terrible. And part of that is... They're a bad rebounding team. They don't have good rebounders to get outlets. They don't have guards that are getting up the floor quick quickly. Um, it, there, are, there are a lot of issues. But the magic have to be about an attitude. The magic have to be about this aggressive mindset. And if it costs them some points, that's fine. But it's about being that culture. The bell it's not just hustle plays. It's an attitude. And frankly, the most disappointing part of the season, we haven't seen that attitude play out consistently. That the Magic are being this team, this aggressive team, going after wins, you know, getting at teams. We're not seeing that. Not every night. And again, we're not expecting them to win every night because there's a talent deficit. But they have to be as aggressive as they can be, you have to make sure teams know that you played the magic tonight, and I think that's as much of a goal as anything else. Before we, uh, I want to thank everyone for listening. To, I was just looking at the comments. I want to thank everyone again for listening or watching today's episode of Locked On Magic. Of course, find us on Twitter at Locked On Magic. Subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcasts if you in tuning with Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all the fun places to download podcasts to your podcast to listening device. You can follow me on Twitter. At Philip R underscore Dean. Of course, you can also watch us live now streaming on YouTube. Don't forget, we'll be doing a live YouTube pre, uh, live pregame show on our YouTube channel It's Wednesday night at 7 p.m. So we'll take you up the half hour leading into the Magic's game against New York. Next, we'll also be on Spotify Green Room if you want to join the show that way um, uh, and, and get your calls in and, and hear your voice on the air. So we'll we'll have fun. We'll have we'll have fun answering some questions and talking a little bit about a little bit about the Orlando Magic before we get uh, to the game on Wednesday against the New York decks. But that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. Now that you're done listening to us, go check out the Locked On Bets podcast, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis from and insight from Lee Sterling. Again, that's going to do it for me. I want to I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. For Orlando Magic Daily, Locked on Magic, this has been Phil Frost and we'll See you all again next time for another episode of Locked On Magic.